Welcome back to the Janice Dean Podcast. Today's conversation features a multi-talented meteorologist that works at Fox Weather. Nick Koser joined us in 2021 and is one of the most popular personalities here on social media. With millions of followers, you may know him as the dancing weatherman with his fantastic moves that endeared him to so many fans. As soon as I met Nick, I knew we would get along, and as it turns out, our career paths are very similar. So it was great to learn so much about how he got here, how he met his wife, and all the cities he's lived in up until this point. Near the end of the interview, he decided to turn the tables and ask me a few questions, which of course I loved. Here's my friend and fellow Fox weather meteorologist, Nick Koser. Nick Koser, you made the Dean's List. Oh my gosh, I'm so this first Dean's List list I've ever made. <laughs> a lot of people tell me that I yeah. like kind of starting out with that because we go back to how your education started, if you were one of those really smart guys that got on the Dean's List. Yeah. So tell me how you were as a student. You know, I was a I was a good student. Okay. Um I have always been the type of person where I prioritize things in a way that makes sense for me. Okay. So uh, I, I always have had hobbies. I've always done stuff outside of my, like, you know, back in school, outside of my classwork, I always would try to focus on whatever I was passionate about. Mm-hmm. And so back then, I was most passionate about sports. Yes. You know, of course, like any dude growing up in my time period, time era, I thought I was going straight to the NFL, you know? <laughs> <laughs> right. So so I prioritized Sports and doing that. And so, but you were obviously a very good uh, football player if you thought that at some point you're going to the NFL. In my mind, I was. But yeah. your, did your parents encourage that? They did. Okay. They did. And um, so, you know, A's, B's, maybe more B's than A's, but I feel like had I have focused all my attention onto school, it would have been A's, but I, I, you know, my grade Balance. sacrificed because I was doing sports. That's so. good, though, I yeah. think. Yeah, that's what I think, too. That's what I think, too. And so, Tell me about your upbringing. Like what, when you look back at your childhood, what did your parents bring to the table? Like what were the things if, you know, you're a parent now, what do you take from that experience from growing up with them as parents? Yeah, my parents were great. I am 100% different from both my mom and my dad. Really? Absolutely. My dad's an engineer. He can fix anything. Okay. I can't fix. What kind of engineer? Because I know there's a bunch of different kinds of engineers. A mechanical engineer. Okay. And and most recently, he's he's kind of a project engineer on big mechanical uh, projects. Okay. Hence the title. Yes. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he's just very, you know, his mind works like that. He knows how to take things apart, put, mm. put it back together. He's always tried to teach me how to fix my car and, oh. you know, do odd jobs around the house and stuff. And you know, for me, I'm just not wired that way. I'm, I'm wired differently. I've okay. always been drawn to, probably like you, to microphones and cameras. Yep. and you know, Broadcasting. Exactly. And so um, I can I can edit, you know, I can do a million different things that he can't do. And I, that's that's kind of just how it, that's just kind of how it works. I think a lot of your personality is downloaded right away when you're young and you mm-hmm. just kind of have to figure it out, you yeah. know. And so they've been great at just kind of letting me do my own thing. And like I said, at first it was sports, and then once I realized I was not nearly big or tall or fast or coordinated enough, 
right. to, to make it to the next level. I played one year in college football, and then um, after that, I was like, you know what? I think it's time to focus on broadcasting. And, you know, my mom, my dad, they're they're obviously my biggest cheerleaders. Anytime mm-hmm. something cool or big happens, I can't wait to go to the phone and tell my dad because I know he'll be proud. And uh, even, even though he doesn't understand a lot of what I do, I don't think, you yeah. know, he's still very excited when things are going well. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Uh, so you started in radio. Is that how it happened? Yeah, I did. I actually kind of made my college selection based on this awesome radio station that the University of Akron is known for. It's touted as the number one run, college run, okay. radio station in the nation. Wait, it's I think that Bill Hammer told me about this. WZIP. Okay. Yeah, yeah, maybe so. Um, it's it's very well known, so uh, you know I'm, I'm sure um, Bill and, and other folks here in the building have heard of it. But uh, yeah, I, I kind of was like, you know what, I'm going to go to that college, and they uh, they allowed me the ability to walk on to maybe play football. Okay. And then I was like, if that doesn't work out, I'll just lean into the radio thing, mm-hmm. and that's kind of exactly how it played out. And uh, yeah, I love radio. Actually, yeah. radio is great. It, it I don't know about you because you told me that's how you got your start, but for me, it taught me how to broadcast and, and arrange the thoughts in my mind yes. first. Because once you add the camera element in there, yep. it can be very overwhelming. Absolutely. You know? No, I love it. I I actually tell young people getting into this profession that if you can do some radio, yeah. it will benefit you big time. That's a good suggestion. Yes, because it teaches you ad lib skills. Yes. Also teaches you to listen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, you know, to be able to tell a story without the distraction of a visual. Right. Very important. That's the perfect way to put it. I used to write notes on a piece of paper, kind of kind of loosely detailing the points I wanted to hit yes. in each radio break. Mm-hmm. And I still kind of do that, like yeah. in, my, in my mind, you know? Absolutely. And so I learned that there. So yeah, college, very, you know, radio, very... Formative for me as a broadcaster. It's funny. You just brought up something that I've forgotten about when I first got to Fox. Because I had done some weather getting out of college. I was at the radio station. I worked as a classic rock station when I first got out of college and uh, was doing TV as a side gig, right? They would have me go out and do like telethons, you know, like raising money and stuff for the radio station or a a charity. And a news director from the local uh, channel back home in Ottawa, Canada said, oh, you look good on TV. Maybe we think, you know, would you like to do some stuff? And I was like, okay, yeah, I guess. (laughs) But in college, I also took radio radio and television. Even though I got the job in radio, I had radio... uh, television experience from the college that I was at too. So he said, well, you know, when our TV meteorologist goes on vacation, maybe you could fill in. I was like, oh, weather, what? I know nothing about weather. But back then, 30 years ago, it was like, you know, it was a five-day forecast. They put you outside somewhere. Um, And so I did that. But I'm so glad that I had that experience because fast forward when I when I got to Fox and they didn't quite know where to put me and the boss says, "Well, have you ever done weather before?" and I was like, "As a matter of fact, I have." Oh my and gosh. then from there, I went back to school. I did uh, Mississippi State, which a, a yep. lot of us do. I did. Yep. Um, but my point was, I'm not even sure what my point was. No, uh, the, the 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 way that radio played into your your 
career, right? And right. the way it all it's it's weirdly intertwined and it worked out exactly. Exactly so how it's supposed to. That's how but it is really important. Oh, okay, so I know what I was gonna tell you. So when I got to Fox and I started doing the gig. I had kind of, and listen, I'm from Canada, so everything is in Celsius, meters. So, you know, we're talking about snow and I'm like, oh, we'll get like five centimeters. And I remember Shepard Smith going, what? What are you talking about? (laughs) Like, oh my goodness, this is going to be a tough job. But I remember when we do the weather and there's a green screen, we have, you know, side monitors. If you ever... I, it's hard to explain, but we don't have a map in back of us. It's a green screen. Right. So we are always looking to the side monitors to see ourselves with the maps in those monitors. Yep. And what I would used to do is I would put little stick it notes on those monitors because I was like, okay, what's my focus? And I got to remember, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? So I would put, like you said, bullet points on what my story was. Yep. And that way, while I was, you know, clicking through the maps, I was like, okay, now I'm going to talk about this. Man, you and I live very similar lives. <laughs> really? Because I've done that too. I've, I've, I've taped like a note or, yes! or some bullet points to the bottom of the monitor. <gasps> I yeah. Love- but, and I just came, I thought I was brilliant, <laughs> right? And I remember well, Shepard going, what is that? I'm yeah. like, shh, yeah. those are my notes. Those are my cheat notes. Yeah, I need is, those. This is my process, Shepard. That's right. No, we're also very alike in the fact that when I was coming up, I thought for sure I was going to do radio. So, yes, I did mostly radio in college, yep. but did have some TV experience yes. in, in the college TV program. And so out of school, I got an internship. This is how weird my life is, and you can probably attest. I came to New York to do a radio internship out of college at the MTV XM radio station. Wow. At the time. And Very I thought, cool. I know, at the time, I thought, this is it. I'm, li- yeah. I'm living in New York forever. Gosh, in about a month and a half, I go, get me out of this place. <gasps> I couldn't stand it. I oh, just, I hated New York, too, when I first got here. I just I, I just didn't have... The, the the resources to have a nice apartment no, and exactly. just have a good experience. Yep. And so I was like, get me out of here. Yep. So I went back home with my tail between my legs and I applied to like every radio station and one TV station and the TV station hired me. Then a year later, they had me fill in for the weather girl who was getting a new job. Okay. And that's how I fell into it. Wow. So we live very parallel lives, you and I. Interesting. This is crazy, yeah. Well, here's the good part too is I'm really glad I had the basis of the radio, the television, and then the weather. Because I know that there are people that decide, I'm going to do this, I'm going to study meteorology, and then I will do television. And that's awesome. I mean, if that's your road that you want to go down, excellent. But I really do think it's important, because you can be the smartest guy, the smartest scientist, but if you cannot deliver a forecast within two minutes right. that gets across your message, yeah. then you're going to fail. I know. I know. That's for sure. And for many years, I'm the same as you. I'm the same as you. I ended up getting my meteorology degree after starting on air. And for many years, I was very ashamed that I didn't want to be a meteorologist like from birth. I think yep. almost every bio, yes, right? Everybody says, I knew I wanted to be a meteorologist at five years old when I saw my first thunderstorm. Yes. And I go, oh my gosh, that's not, that's not <laughs> my You and path. me are the same, Nick. Uh, clearly. We but, always appreciated weather. Well, always. here's the thing. Absolutely. And, but the, the more that I have told, because I've come out of my shell about yes. my, my beginning in the business more. And the more that I've told my true authentic story about 
sort of being nudged into the weather direction, mm-hmm. I realized that 80% of people are like that, yeah. where, you know, they're like, oh, well, I always wanted to do this, but I ended up doing this instead. And that's what they've done for 20 mm-hmm. years. I feel like it's very relatable to, you know, have have just the universe mm-hmm. put you right where you're supposed to be rather than following a plan from the age of, you know, five years old. Exactly. And we'll be back with more of the Janice Dean podcast right after this. I always also tell people that try to do every job. Don't just have this, you know, really microscopic view of what your job is going to be because I'm really glad I was a producer at one point. I've done the news. I've done... Uh, per, you know, being behind the scenes and write, uh, being a writer, that kind of thing. I think that kind of stuff is so important because then you learn other people's jobs. You yes. can have an appreciation for that. So that's what I tell people is um, if you do other jobs, you can have an appreciation for everybody else around you. And every everything you do is a building block mm-hmm. to where you are today. And mm-hmm. I actually think the job I do now is because I've done all of those other things. Yeah, absolutely. And it's funny how you can do something for, you know, a two-year snapshot of your life, say from the age of 20 to 22, mm-hmm. and then one day your your life goes in a different direction, but you still have those skills, and you yeah. don't need those skills for maybe 10 years, and then all of a sudden you've got those skills in your back pocket, and they can come back out mm-hmm. and, and put you further ahead. So I tell people, like, especially young kids that ask me for advice and they and they say man i'm doing the dumbest stuff why why do they have me doing this or yeah. why is this happening and i go look just do it yep. just figure it out just get through it mm-hmm. because you never know it's true you just really never know when that could when what you think is dumb now will make you a fortune in the future and i'm glad you brought that up because i will say this has been very therapeutic because i feel the same way too you know i've always been like when people are like well yeah so was did you have something big that happened in your hometown that made you want to be a meteorologist and i'm like well no and i actually hated weather when i first started i didn't like it Uh um but i'm so glad that i even though i didn't think that that was perhaps what I wanted to do. I'm glad that I tried it. Absolutely. And I'm glad that I had it, you know, when someone said, have you ever done weather before? I also feel like that perspective is a little bit of a strength because, man, there's a really good saying. It goes, if you want to know about the water, don't ask the fish. Mm, You know what I mean? I love that. And so if you're too much of maybe a, a weather insider you kind of get wrapped up in what you think you're supposed to do and, and what everybody's always done. And so, yeah, when 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 you're coming at it from a different angle like you or maybe even I, um, you know, it's maybe you give people a more refreshing take yeah. on, on something that's been around for a long time. So what's New York like now? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so give me the trajectory then. So yeah. you came for a split second. Yeah, yeah. And decided to go back. Yeah, I went back home, lived with my parents. I ended up getting hired at that little TV station in my home, in, close to my hometown. So I worked there for three years, figured out weather was the way to go. And then ever since then, you know how this business is. I've bounced around different cities. So I went to Beaumont, Texas for a while, and then San Francisco briefly, and then Boise, Idaho, and then Charlotte most recently, Charlotte, North Carolina. And then when the opportunity came to come here, yep. I go, oh, man, hi. Because honestly, 
I told my my agent many years ago, he's like, are you trying to go network, national? I mean, we're talking probably 10 years ago. I, I was like, look, if there's a New York City opportunity that comes by, don't even tell me about it. I want nothing to do with it. <laughs> nothing. I, I've been trying to avoid New York, you know, because I had such a rough go around. I mean, because the first time here, my apartment was just like rat, oh, rat uh, infested. Yes. You know? I remember. And you, I remember the first job I got, and it wasn't in here it was in a radio gig actually uh and the the salary was sixty thousand dollars and i thought that was amazing yes. at the time because back where i came from yes that's amazing for sure so i was like yes sign on the dotted line and then i'm like what my rent is twenty one hundred dollars exactly and i yeah. need a car because i <laughs> lived in queens at the time and i worked in a store oh my gosh it was but anyway yeah. i digress i get it i totally get it because you're like oh yeah this salary will be fine and then you realize you are eating like soup every night yeah, exactly and so you know he never came to me with any opportunity and then fox weather popped up uh on his radar about two years ago and he goes, look, I know, I know you didn't want the New York City thing, but here, here's this thing. Uh-huh. And he told me about it and um, talked to my wife. And, you know, we were like, look, we got to we got to give this a shot. So this time around, it's significantly better. OK. And so that's nice. You know, we live. I made the mistake the first time of coming straight from like suburban Ohio <laughs> Into Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah. So now I know that I'm not necessarily a, like a city person. I live in the in the burbs further north. And my and really the only thing that really matters was the school district because I've got a kid. Of course. So the school's great. And that's Good. all that matters. Yeah. 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 How old is your little guy? My guy is not so little anymore. In my mind, he's always five, but he's 13. Oh, wow. I've got one of those too. Oh, yeah. I've got a 12 and a 14-year-old. Oh, <laughs> uh, we're in the thick of it. We are. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Have, have boyfriends and girlfriends entered well, the picture? The 14-year-old, there has sort of been some of that. But lately, he even told me this weekend, he's like, because we were talking about grades and stuff. And and I was like, so what's going on with the girl thing? He's like, oh, much tamer than it was six months ago, mom. I'm like, okay, good. Uh, Whatever that means. Right. You're like, wait, it wasn't tame for a while? What does that mean? So I think, you know, he has friends and that kind of stuff. Uh And uh, I don't know about you, but we do look at his phone. Do you look at your... Man, I hope he doesn't hear this because we are all over that thing. He doesn't. He doesn't. So think, he doesn't know. I don't think he so. He should know because uh, Matthew knows. Like, yeah. listen, we own that phone. We pay for it. Yeah. So we can go in there and look at it. Right. Right. Okay, but the, do you think that that <laughs> gives him the like um, strategy to then just do stuff elsewhere? Oh, that's a good question. I don't know. I, I go. I've gone back and forth. Like, I do kind of feel like we should tell him, mm-hmm. but then these kids are so savvy. Like, yeah, he'll probably are. figure out a website or something, or, or who knows? He'll probably train a carrier. Does he pick. have girlfriends? He does. He he's does. Got, he's got a girlfriend. They already... And you've met her? Met her. Okay. Know the parents. You know, she's she's great. It's just like, man, it happened And he's quick. 13? 13. Oh my gosh, I know. Nick. It happened so quick. I go, wait a second. Just, just in the summer, he was talking about how girls were like ugly and gross and all of a sudden now <laughs> but this is kind of the age when you think about it yeah um okay so we have to segue into the dancing thing do you do you get sick about talking about the dancing thing no i don't okay uh, no i don't yeah you yeah. don't absolutely not i i again it was because you're awesome <laughs> you're very Thanks. awesome but then i'm like i'm not gonna start off with the dancing thing because that's almost insulting no, no. I, I, I look. It's, it's all. I'm actually very grateful for it, and that pe- I'll, I'll be more sad when people 
forget forget about it. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, that started um, like three years ago now. Maybe I can't believe that that just recently, I mean, relatively speaking, just happened. Well, yeah. I, yeah, I know. I know. It, it seems all like a, like a blur, like it's, you know, only a month old. But again, that's another one of those things where I wish I could take credit and say this was all part of my plan, but it wasn't. <laughs> Um, in, so I mentioned that I worked in Charlotte, North Carolina and in 2019, our bosses, you'll, you'll, as a fellow broadcaster, Uh you'll find this, this part of the story interesting. Our bosses sat us down, this is local news and, and they go, um, Hey, we want people to start falling in love with you on social media so that they then want to watch you on TV. Oh, okay. Right. And so we go, Hey, great idea. We like that. (laughs) And then they go, so here's our plan. We're going to make you guys post to the internet 12 times a day. 12 social media posts. That is so much stuff. And pressure. Yes. And they tracked everything. They Mm. had this thing called uh, Share Rocket. And they tracked all of our stuff on a big TV screen in the middle of the newsroom. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. We were like racehorses on a (laughs) scoreboard 24-7. Yeah. It was so intense. And did you have a like compete competition on how many people would follow you? Kind of, all? yeah, really? yeah. They would give us updates and you know say, hey, what's going on this month? And look at look at that person. I mean, you know how it is. Yeah. And so, yeah. How personal did they want you to get? As personal as you know, they definitely encourage us to you know share stuff about our family and okay. friends yep. and you know as personal as we were comfortable with. Okay, but you know, I, I think the unspoken thing there was the more personal, the better. Right, but they of couldn't course. say it. You know exactly. Um, and so after like a month of doing that, I'm I'm like I don't have I'm not this interesting, guys. <laughs> I don't have that much stuff going on in my life. Yeah, and so I remember it was like. After the morning show, because I'd always been a morning show guy, and I had already posted 11 things, and I go, gosh, I need a 12th thing to post. So I'm scrolling (laughs) through my timeline, and I I saw these guys dance, and I go, that looks quick and easy. I'm just going to do this real quick and get out of here. Okay. And so I did it. Didn't even think about it. I think I did like two different takes, kind of sort of just... Being silly. What kind of dancing? It just was silly just dancing? silly, like, this was before TikTok, okay. but just a little routine. Did to... you know you could dance? No. I I have never taken a class, never prided myself wow. on dancing. I don't know. This is the weirdest, like, turn yep. anyone's life has ever taken, this thing with me dancing. But so I just did it, you know? And, and honestly, I thought maybe if, if I did the video and posted it, my bosses would not like it and tell me to post less. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like trying to... Hit him with the Uno reverse card. Um, but, yeah, so I went home, took a nap, woke up. My my phone was, you know, doing its thing. It, yeah. was, it was giving me alerts. And, um, you know, I've been – people liked it. I couldn't believe it. And so, I, you know, I'm kind of in on the joke. Like, I realize I'm not the best dancer. But I feel like um, – I feel like the secret sauce is that everybody isn't just one thing. You know, I was dancing at work. And we're all just like people outside of work, yeah. You know, and I think the juxtaposition of a, of a of a middle aged white guy that's kind of nerdy in a suit, having fun at work still, yeah, is kind of what people what people latched onto. And so uh, I'm happy to keep doing it as long as people don't get sick of me. And the second they get sick of me, I promise I'll quit. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and we'll be back with more of the Janice Dean podcast right after this. Well, tell me about some highlights. Oh, man, there's so many. I mean, um, just doing stuff like this, to be honest with you. Aww. Like, 
Yeah, and just just yesterday I got to dance with a, a young young girl. She's seven, straight from Russia. Wow. Got to meet her parents, and they've just moved to the states in October. And um, I've met so many people that I just wouldn't wouldn't have met otherwise. Huh. And, and I've got to hear their stories. And and honestly, I just like now that I've got this little little platform, I like to you know because we're like broadcasters, and part of I think our DNA is to shed light on. What's going on with other people? Sure. So it's cool to me as this like fake Instagram dancer. Stop it! I like to <laughs> I like to shine the light on people that have dedicated their whole life to dance. Yeah. You know they're the ones that deserve a little bit of love and shine from people on the internet. So that's been that's been great. How do you learn the moves then? I just sit there and um, like, I watch. Do, does I, your what? How does your wife factor into all this? <laughs> Every every girl that I, woman that I talk to asked me that question, and it's a good one. <laughs> okay. She uh, at first, I think she she well, my wife and I have been together for a long, long time, okay. and so she she, I I went viral for stuff. Um, when Did we she first know met. that you could dance? Like no, I mean, no, no. Oh my this gosh, is so That's so crazy. unexpected. All I know, right. yeah. And she's supportive, basically, is the bottom line. She's great. She just lets me do my thing. Yep. And uh, she she keeps the house running, basically. Most so, important job. Yeah, so I can do this stuff, and I've got one of those too. Yeah, God bless them. I know it's. Yeah, I mean for real. Thank it, God. Yeah, it wouldn't happen. Anybody without else, that. I'm not sure would be able to do this. Yeah, yeah. Like let me do this. Yeah, it's it's truly they're truly the backbone of of, yep. of stuff, you know. But um, yeah, she she's been great and and supportive and. You know, I, she actually likes it. She goes, "I like that you have your own thing." You know, it's yeah. she she would say that she might kill me if I if if she hears this, but she would say that it's sexy. Of course, that that, a, that her husband like has his own thing and yes. his own life and his own lane, and so um, yeah, she's she's been cool with it. But yeah, I just I just go into the garage for about like an hour whenever okay. I have a free hour. Yeah, and I watch the cool kids do the dances. Yeah, and I pick the one that I like the best, and I just practice it like a hundred times. Oh my gosh, yeah. is there something to that? Like, is it is it a little bit of smoke and mirrors? Probably. Okay. Probably. And by I've watched what you do, and I'm like, is it the camera angle? Is the is the camera moving? Like how? Yeah, I, I don't know, know. You don't want to give it away, probably. <laughs> I, well, look, if I ever figure it out, I'll try not to give it away. But I don't know. I think um, I think I think it's the suit. I think the suit okay. distracts a lot of people from yes. from areas that I am not good at. <laughs> And then maybe it's also part of the, you know, the facial expressions. Yes. Yes. You're good with the facial expressions. You know? And and at first I didn't really try to make facial expressions. I think I was just like, couldn't believe I was actually hitting the moves yep. on beat. So, uh, and and maybe that's it. You know, maybe it's just those couple of things partnered up with what I said earlier. And um, heck, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. The internet's weird. We'll just chalk it up to it's a weird place full of... <laughs> But you still people. enjoy it, and you yeah. said as soon as you don't enjoy it anymore, you're done. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, I, I'm not, uh, I'm not naive. Everything has a shelf life, and mm-hmm. I'm sure this will, this will blow over soon enough. And um, what's you know. one of the hardest dance moves you've had to do? Man, you know, I can't. There's this one dance called the Dougie. Okay, have you heard of this? No. Teach me how to Dougie. Teach me. And <laughs> this song has a dance to it, and I cannot do the Dougie for the life of Can me. Can you explain it? It's like. Okay, he's you doing just this have move, to, <laughs> like with like almost like a, an Elaine thing from Seinfeld. See, that's that's how you know I'm not doing it right. 
<laughs> well, I saw the, the, the yeah. moves with the thumbs. <laughs> Thank God there is this thing isn't videotaped or else I'd be going viral for the worst dance ever. It's okay. There is, I'm sure at some point, video. Uh, we had a dance-off here at the very beginning when I first started on Fox and Friends Weekend. Mm-hmm. And I'm a pretty good dancer. I'm not, and I'm not like I didn't never took dance lessons or anything, but you know, we would do air bands back in yeah, the day. Yeah. And, and we did the Pointer Sisters, the, th- the three gals and I, and we did three different songs and we did our own dance. Um, so I've got moves, no question. Um, so we did this dance off with Fox and Friends and I've always wanted to, well, no, I don't know if I want to see the video anymore, but somebody <laughs> has it somewhere, and I won. Yo. I totally won. Okay, okay. Um, so I get it. I feel like I connect with you in in ways we never knew were going to happen. It's weird. But I don't know that I could, you know, keep post. I'm like, I'm 53 and my hip hurts, so uh. it's not going to happen like it used to. <laughs> I know. The older I get, the harder it is to, because, you know, it's, it's a little bit of a time commitment. It's funny you say that, because I swear I was having trouble... Sleeping last night because my hip hurt. <laughs> I don't know what it's a it is. Thing. It's like a I, hip point. After or something. fifty, I'm just. I don't. I mean, after fifty, I feel like things start to fall apart pretty quickly. Okay, but, listen. I first of all, I would have never thought that that was your age. Oh, I'm de- and Nick, I am being dead best. serious. Yes, I'm being kind. kind I'm being dead person. serious. You'll be back on the dean's list. Sweet. All right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> um, okay. How did you meet your wife? We met through the through the biz. Okay. Yeah, we have our first TV station together was in Mansfield, Ohio. I swear I put this thing <laughs> on okay. silent. See, you and I are like separated at birth or something. <laughs> Look, it's, we, do I not know, disturb. It's all right. <laughs> I did the same thing. It's okay. All right, here we go. Okay. Three, two, one. <laughs> we met at the uh, first TV station that we ever worked at. So uh, she she came in to work in there for a summer, and I had been there for a couple years, and. Um, I, I man, it was it was weird because I felt the first time I didn't even see her face the first time I saw her in the room. I okay. saw her from kind of the side, okay, just like sitting at the cubicle. Yeah, and I, when I tell you, I, I'm a little more of an introverted person. You know, I, I I'm I'm fairly quiet. Yep, usually, but but I something inside of me was like, dude, go over there and say <laughs> hi. And I'm not. That's not something that I normally do. Okay. I kind of let things. Come organically, and uh, so I did. I don't know. I, I tell her it's like it's like uh, you know how baby sea turtles when they hatch out of their egg, they just know to go to the ocean. Yes, <laughs> that's what I tell her. I was like, I knew, I knew I had to. What did you say? I just said like, "Hi, welcome, first day." You know, just standard stuff. And then I looked into her eyes, and I'm like, "Man, I feel like I just felt like I knew her." Wow. You know, for, for a long time. And uh, I don't know. I feel like she felt the same thing. It's it was a weird little moment there. And um, and then the very next day, our news director unwittingly put us on a on an assignment together. Okay. It was like election night, mm-hmm. and so we spent hours together. And um, that's a wrap, man. It's, wow. We've been we've been hanging out ever since. That's 14 fantastic. Years. Yeah. I love hearing stories like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. That there is. A love at first sight type of connection. I don't know. I don't know if that was it, or or it's just like something in your mind recognizes okay. that this is something that you need to yes. pursue more more than other things. I like that. Yeah, yeah, I don't know, but it's been it's been a heck of a journey, man. She's been, you know, we've moved a million times, Aww. and you know, each time you go to a different city, you you get an apartment first, and then you find where you want to land. So yep. with each city move, there have been one or two moves within the city 
and she's been been through it all, man. So Aww. shout out to her. Yeah, Danielle. Yep. That's really good. Good for you, Danielle. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to ask you a question that I have gotten asked a very quite a bit recently is, do you think the Northeast is going to have a winter storm? <laughs> <laughs> good question. That is, that is a popular one. Yes. I know. I, okay, so this is what I think. I said this on the air okay. a couple weeks ago, and I'm sticking to it. Yep. I thought that week of, I think it was like the 26th when we had the opportunity or, or, or the pattern was trying to set up to give us a decent storm. Yep. I said, if we don't see our winter storm then, okay. I don't think we see one this year. Wow. And because, because I saw the long range models were setting up for a warm February mm-hmm. and so far they're, they're right. Yep. It's going to be in the fifties a lot this week. And then, Mar- you know, we can get a big storm in March for sure. Yep. But that's a crapshoot. It is. And the sun angle and all that. And it's hard. It's it's harder to do. So I I I don't think we're going to. I think you are smart. I went with the. I do think we're going to get one. And when I was in Punxsutawney, have you done that yet? No, okay. I saw you went. Maybe I was you jelly. come next year with me. Yes. You got to at least do it once. Yeah. It's a little insane. I'm not going to lie. Uh, so when I was there and it was 15 degrees and people were begging for winter, like yes, there, they were like six more weeks of winter. Yeah. I mean, they wanted it. I'm like, yeah, I'm going with that because it's cold right now and, and these people want winter and I'm, I'm going to say we're going to get winter. And again, now it's like fifties and I looked ahead today, this morning and I have to say that we might not. I think you're right, Nick. It's just weird. To, it's just weird, it to, weird to think that we're not going to get one storm. Like yeah. you would think, oh, sure, of course it's going to happen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what a what a strange one. You know, we had that little little. I think point four inches of snow, the which other, was measurable snow. It was. <laughs> but uh, I've also never lived in a place where people actually wanted snow at yeah. least once. You know, most people are like. I'm fine with nothing. Right. So, um, yeah, the Northeast is cool like that. Yeah. You know, people... I think we want one. Yeah. Something. Yeah. yeah. But I kind of feel like you right now. We're getting into the end of February and looking at March, it's more of the same. Who knows? I mean, I don't like to forecast past five days. Yes. I always say that. Yes. Even though we love the Fox weather app. Yes, ma'am. And you can plan ahead. <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> Very far ahead, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, the best part about the the app is that it uh, it tweaks it tweaks the forecast <laughs> as you get closer, which is very important. So, right. yeah. So just know that uh, the closer you get, the more accurate the forecast. Bucket is. lists for you. Do you have some? Punxsutawney. Oh, oh good. okay, yeah. Punxsutawney with Janice Dean. Yep. Number happening. one. Number one, two, and three. I, I've always this is the weirdest bucket list thing, but uh, I've always wanted to. Most people say like Northern Lights or yeah. you know Journey to Antarctica. I just want to sit courtside at one NBA basketball game. That's it. <laughs> That's, I'll die a happy man. I swear. I will. I will put together the rest of my bucket list once that happens. But uh, any particular game? No, it could be any any team. I just want to sit there and and see the game up close. Wow. I've been I've been like seven or eight rows deep before and. Um, it was just so different. You know, you see the height difference. You see how high these people jump. Right. I mean, it's like... Well, where did wh- basketball come from? Because you're a football guy. No, I know. I know. I Probably my favorite sport to watch is basketball. To oh, play is football. Okay. Yeah. So, um, so, yeah. So, there's that. You know, obviously traveling, you know, going 
I think Japan would be cool, and and the Northern Lights, which I kind of jokingly mentioned, but uh, yeah, court courtside for me is number one. Okay. <laughs> And so tell me what the gig is right now with Fox Weather. You're kind of all over the place? Yeah, yeah. We're, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm jumping around trying to build a little bit of continuity in between shows. And so just check out Fox Weather and uh, I'll be out there having fun with the people. You know, they put me out in the field to, to interact and um, show like the lighter side of weather. I'll tell you what, as you know, weather yeah. can be, it, it can be fun. It's, it's something that brings everybody together. For good reasons and bad reasons. Yes. You know, and a lot of the times when the weather's on the news, it's not for a great reason. You right. know, people are, are their property and, and loss of life is something that we, we talk about and have to, to keep everybody safe and informed. But, uh, you know, whenever, whenever we're able to also have a little bit of fun, you know, um, I think that's probably my role on Fox weather right now. And so we'll see. Who knows, man? We're, we're uh, a year and a half into this thing and things are changing all the time. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we'll see. It's been a good experience though, right? For sure. I mean, I've from the ground lot. up. Yeah, I've learned a lot. And, uh, you know, it's just uh, network is a whole, is a different level. Mm-hmm. You know, I've, I've done the local thing and now being here with people that are the best of the best has been great. I will say that people say in this building that the weather people are the nicest people here. And oh, listen, is that the same? yeah, I, most people here are nice. I've been here for 20 years yeah. now, but there is something about the weather department where they're like, we love those people. Interesting. I think I think that's part of a, our DNA. I think our default is like happy. <laughs> I right? think so too. Or, or at least uh, neutral. Uh, whereas you know we don't uh, we don't walk around like the typical New Yorker outside, but yeah, uh, yeah I think I think you kind of have to have a positive outlook on life to be a meteorologist, or at least you know a successful one on TV. And listen, my favorite part of doing weather is going out and meeting people, right, and, and seeing them and getting them on TV. Right. That, I love that. I know. I, I know. love when they do the forecast. Yes. You know, that's always the most fun. Right. With kids and stuff. I think th- that makes me really happy. You see, I love seeing the gleam in their eyes. Okay. Listen, I don't know how much time we have, but I've got, have some time. I've got a couple questions for you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you're Janice Dean. You're like, you're, you're an icon here. So I'm not, I'm not going to pass up this opportunity. Oh. What, what, is there something that you would, cause you were just talking about little kids. Yep. Is there something that you would tell people, young kids, students, whatever, that are just getting into this business or mm. want to get into this business? I think yeah. you kind of alluded to it a little bit already, but what what, what advice would you give people? Because you're so successful <laughs> and you've done it for so long. I mean, truly, truly, you're a wealth of knowledge. Oh, you know? do what you love to do. Yeah. I think that's important. I didn't know whether was where I was going to land finally. And luckily I work with a really good bunch of people here at Fox who have seen me over the years and want to try different things. I've done different stuff, but what it goes right back to is my favorite part is going out and meeting the folks. And when I go to the Kentucky Derby, that's awesome. I never knew much about the horses, but I've learned over the years what it's all about. Going to the Westminster Dog Show. Yeah. You know, I just feel like I just genuinely love what I do. Yeah. The hardest part of my job is getting up at 3 a.m. Yeah. Right? (laughs) So that's what I tell people is like, pick something that makes you happy. And what we talked about before is learning all of the other stuff that has to do with the job you most love to do. Mm -hmm. Right? And having an appreciation for the people around you too. Right? Um, I have no time for diva people, mm-hmm. you know, and there there can be a lot of that mm-hmm. in this business. Oh, yeah. 
the my best friends are like the guy who does the camera and mm. the person that puts the microphone on because we just have such good laughs together, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And when it's time to go on and do your two minute forecast, you do that. But you're, you know, that's not the be all and end all. Right. Absolutely. It, it's the people that you work with. Yeah, they're they're the glue, right? Yeah. They're the glue. Man. Okay. So <laughs> I think I think one of the coolest things about you is um is that is that you are a woman in this industry. Mm. And I think a lot of people, when they think of meteorologists, would probably say, like, Al Roker. Mm-hmm. Uh, they probably go to Jim Cantori. You know, generally, it's, it's probably a guy, but y- you are the female in this business, I think, that most people know and, and probably the most women look up to, young girls look up to. Is that is that cool to you? Aww, is that is that something? I don't even think about that. St- I don't even think about that stuff. No, no. I mean, I mean, truly, because that's what I see. I see you uh, like girl power. You mm. know, that's what I think of w- well, when I think of Janice Dean. I'm glad though we had this discussion because for many years I was like I didn't get into it for the the reasons that maybe people think I should have. Like, why don't you have this? You know, masters in meteorology, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So, but. I love what I do. I know that I'm good at what I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I understand the science of it, but I also understand how to communicate the message. Right. And at the end of the day, people are inviting you into their homes mm-hmm. and they have to like you as a person. Yeah. Right. And so I feel like you have to be able to connect with your audience that way. And, you know, I had this discussion with somebody, you know, being a female in this business can be tough. Yeah. You know, there, there's a lot that is attached to that. But I think if you have a good personality, that shines through. It doesn't matter, you uh-huh. know, if you like, I don't know, I'm not somebody that is a size four or a six or even an eight sometimes, but I'm glad that I'm like that yeah. because I feel like we need to, you know, we need to be all sizes and be all shapes and colors and whatever. Yeah. Um, but that's an honor for me if I have somebody that says, oh, I'm in this business because of you or I see what you do. So that's that's tremendous. Um, but I just I like people. I think yeah. that that's the bottom line is I like people. I like learning about people. Uh and uh, and I take our responsibility, like you said, people come to us when there's a big storm and we're there to give them life-saving information sometimes, yeah, right? So I right. take that part of my job really seriously as well. Yeah. We can be, you know, jokey and do all these things and uh, have fun yeah. with Brian Kilmeade and joke with him on the air <laughs> and, you know, that kind of thing. But when it comes to a big storm, that's when I'm like, listen, I need to tell you this yeah. and you need to... Think about what you're going to do and how you're going to protect your family. That's something that's really important. Yeah, and and getting back to what you said about um, whatever size you are, I, I mean, you you look fantastic. First Aww. of all, so, second of all, you know, I think I think more and more the days of looking perfect mm-hmm. are going by the wayside. And I hope so. You know, yeah, and and it should. And, and I think authenticity and just being. And looking and acting relatable, I think, are in. And so I think that's, um, you know, I think that's the perfect mindset, right, to, to, to have in this industry. Yeah. And listen, 20 years ago when I first came to Fox, 
I thought I had a shelf life. Mm. I thought I was done at 40 because mm. at that time it was kind of like, wow, good yeah, point. Good I point. just knew. And I even told people, I'm like, I know what my shelf life is. I got to think of other things to do because I don't know that I'll be on television wow, after 40. Yeah. And here I am at coming up to 53. That's in, that's incredible. Yeah. And so I'm like, yeah. And I think they know me around here too. Yeah. It's like, if I decide to leave, it will be on my own terms and not because of what I look like or that kind of thing. You yeah. Know, hopefully. Well, that's a good point. Cause yeah, you did kind of, you did kind of start in that era where, yeah. you know, exactly what I just said was was being played out in the media where you did have to look perfect and and, and listen. All this. I'm all for good lighting. Yeah, <laughs> bring it. I mean, Shannon Bream and I have a gr- always have this conversation where there's you know there's a light that comes up from above and it goes underneath your chin and it's like all of a sudden you know you look like eh, cut a few years off and we would like to have a necklace that has that light that just glow- glows uh-huh. from the yeah. <laughs> Kind of like the, you know, the light that goes on your phone when you're taking a selfie. Oh, yeah, yeah. The selfie, the selfie light. That thing always makes your skin look flawless. Yeah. (laughs) But I think just being cool in your skin and I, it's taken me a long time to get to that point. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think it takes everybody a while. What about my last question? Your first time being on Fox and Friends. Yes. At that point where you were probably already a seasoned vet, you know, you probably already kind of knew the ins and outs, but were you nervous? Of I mean, course. Yeah. I still get nervous. Yeah. Do you still get nervous? Yeah, yeah. Sometimes, yeah. For, I especially do. for big things. Um, it will. I Sometimes I think, you know, it's when I have to rush to get somewhere. Like, they're like, can you fill in? Because we're, we're missing a guest. Can you go out there right now? And it's like, oh my gosh, and I got to get my maps and I have to, do I have my clicker? And yeah, is it on yeah. the right clicker? And blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden they go, go. And you're like, Uh. right. So I get nervous doing that because it's like all of it's like, because to do a weather forecast, all these things kind of have to come together, even though it looks like I'm just going on there and doing a forecast for a minute 30. I have to make sure that my maps are there and the clicker is on to the right studio or map. And then, you know, just I'm not in shape like I used to be. So just running to that post. But yeah, I still get nervous. But when Fox and Friends... When I did that program, of course, and I think, and I always tell young people this too, getting nervous is a good thing because it means you want to do a good job. Mm-hmm. And so be forgiving of that. And I, and also, if I am out of breath, I'll tell people why I'm out of breath. <laughs> right. This is why I'm out of breath. It's because they told me I needed to come right now and I haven't exercised since 1984. So... <laughs> You know, forgive that. Yeah, right. Uh huh. So, I love yeah. it. I love it. Yeah, that, that's 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 amazing. I love it. Well, Aww. this has been a this has been like an honor. Yeah, <laughs> Man. for real. This has been great. Well, we'll do this again because I I feel like yes, I think our our career paths have been very parallel um, in a lot of our experiences, and uh, and I think it's important. You know, I, I I think it's important to let people know that you can do this if you want to do this gig. Yeah. You can do it. Yeah, you can do it. You can do it. It takes a little time. It takes a little um, effort, right? It takes a lot of perseverance. And Janice Dean is as advertised, as <laughs> as nice as she seems on TV. She's probably nicer behind the scenes. Aww. I remember the first time I, I, I saw you, you came over, big smile, big hug. And uh, like you said, some people in this business are not like that. Yeah. A lot of people maybe are not like that. And I think you can tell. Yeah. I think you can tell those people on TV. Yeah, Sometimes they, it takes a little while, but then you're like, mm. These days it's getting getting easier, I think, yeah. to hide any aspect of your 
of your personality with phones and stuff being everywhere. Yeah. So, well, keep dancing because you make people happy. I'll, hey, I'll do it until you get sick of me. Again, <laughs> that's that's what I'm going with. All right, my friend, to be continued. All right, sounds good. All right. Thanks again to Nick for spending time with me on the Janice Dean podcast. Next time, I'll get him to show me some dance moves and we'll post it on social media. You can check out Nick on Instagram and see him regularly on Fox Weather. And don't forget to download the app for your latest forecast details, foxweather.com. Thank you to all of my listeners. If you have someone you think should make the Dean's List, let me know at Janice Dean on Twitter or Janice Dean FNC on Instagram. Or you can rate this podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and review to this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or at foxnewspodcast.com. Listen ad-free with a Fox News Podcast Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts. And Amazon Prime members can listen to this show ad-free on the Amazon Music app. And don't forget to spread the sunshine.